Hi everyone, my name is Natalie Ledwell and this is The Inspiration Show. Today in the show I have a very special guest, someone I actually have been trying to get onto the show for some time. Uh, he has a new book out called uh, Human by Design and uh, this gentleman uh, actually does a lot of work in bridging the gap between spirituality and science. Um, and I'm so very grateful to have him on the show. But before I introduce who that is, and before we get into the juiciness of our interview today, I just want to remind you that once the show is over, uh, if you click the link below this video, uh, please take my 30 second quiz so we can figure out what's holding you back from success. So please let me introduce my very special guest today, Mr. Greg Braden. Hi, Greg. How are you? <laughs> Natalie, I'm great. It's really good to be with you today. I'm I'm coming to you from my uh, my home office here in the high deserts of northern New Mexico, and um, I'm looking at the wall behind you. It's a really beautiful and very fascinating wall. Where are you in the world? I am actually in LA. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, I, I live in Marina Del Rey. I'm in, I'm in, uh, in LA, but uh, I have my bedroom uh, decorated with Native American Indian artifacts. Yeah, well, I'm recognizing some of them right now. So. So thank you for having me on the program. I didn't realize that you've been trying to get me for so long. I, I didn't mean to be hard to get. And oh, I'm, no. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I'm thrilled. I'm absolutely thrilled to talk about this new book. It was released last week, and it's uh, causing a lot of a lot of controversy already. And maybe we'll talk about that a little bit. I know. Well, I actually heard a little of the controversy that you shared at the Dr. Joe Dispenza workshop. So we are going to touch on that later. All right. But before we do that, for those people who may not be familiar with who you are, can you tell us a little bit, little bit about your story? How far back do you want me to go? <laughs> well, I think I first got introduced to you when you had written The Divine Matrix. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, so that was around the time. I'd also just read the intention experiment around there as well. So, yeah, so I, uh, um, I am a scientist. I'm a degree geologist. Uh, um, this is the 36th year that I have done this work in one form or another up through the 1990s uh, in the communications, in the earth sciences, and in the defense industry during the, the Cold War years. Uh, and I was, I was told I had to make a choice, that uh, I had to choose between science and spirituality, that the two were mutually uh, incompatible. And uh, obviously I chose the choice to continue writing full-time. I left the corporations. Uh, and since 1986, I have spent much of, of my time in the high mountain villages, villages and, and remote monasteries, uh, researching forgotten texts, to understand what our ancestors knew in their time that we either forgot or were only beginning to understand in ours, Natalie. And the, the bottom line for me is that we can learn from our past. We are living a cyclic uh, experience of, of civilization. Uh, many of the problems we face today, we've faced before. And if we can learn from our past, I think this wisdom helps us to become better people and create a better world. And I, I can't think of a better way to spend my time than to do that. Yeah. Well, I agree. I mean, I, I believe, and this, and I do a lot of re, uh, you know reading of indigenous wisdom, and I have friends of mine that are working in that area. But you're, the research that you're doing is actually going a little bit further back than that. It's not just indigenous. We're talking about ancient wisdom. Is that right? This particular book, the new book is called Human by Design. Uh, it took me 32 years to write it because it took 32 years for the science to catch up with what the evidence now is telling us. The book is written in two parts, Natalie. The first part of the book is the science that tells us that evolution, as we have been led to believe, is not our story. Uh, I'm a geologist. Evolution is a fact. I've seen it in the fossil record for plants, some forms of, of life. The evidence breaks down when it comes to humans and the new DNA studies, the new DNA, it's like a combination of Jurassic Park science and CSI all merged together. We're pulling the DNA 
out of the, the fossilized remains of what are believed to be our ancestors. And what we're finding is that we did not descend from them at all. And it's giving us new insights into our origin. That's the first part of the book. Second part of the book uh, is now that we know where our DNA has, has come from. And now that we understand how it has given us the, the, the potential, the extraordinary potential, given no other forms of life, how do we apply that in our lives? I'm, I'm talking about the potential of self-regulation, self-regulation of intuition, self-regulation of, uh, of our immune response, self-regulation of our anti-aging hormones, of our ability to be resilient to other forms of life, self-regulation of emotions in the way that no other form of, of life has. So we put all this together. It helps us to think differently about ourselves. And, and here's why that's important, because of the context of our world today, the world is changing and we've got to think differently, more so about ourselves than we ever have. And we're seeing our leaders and we're seeing people in our society and our families trying to solve the problems of today through the thinking that they were using 10, 15 years ago. It doesn't work. So we've got to think differently about ourselves. And for me, as I was writing this book, what I realized, Natalie, is until we get to the root of where these issues are coming from, anything we do is a Band-Aid. It is a temporary fix. If we're going to truly solve the problems of hate, if we're going to solve these problems of, of the racial divides that are tearing our society and our families apart, if we're going to truly address the issues that are tearing us apart as, as individuals, uh, we've got to go to the core of where that problem is coming from. And it all boils down to the way we think about ourselves. The new discoveries are giving us new reasons based upon fact to think about ourselves differently. So that's a, a long answer to a short question. Yeah, no, but, but that's, you know, when one of the revelations that, uh, that you know, that you shared at the, the Joe Dispenza workshop was about how our origin is humans. You know, we thought that we were descendant from, you know, Neanderthal man and, and yeah. other historic men, but that's not really the case, is it? No, it, it's not. With the, the DNA, this is so fascinating. You know, the, the, the movie Jurassic Park was science fiction, and it now has become science fact in that we can now pull that DNA. Uh, now, in the movie, they reconstituted uh, a, a dinosaur. To the best of my knowledge, we have not reconstituted any ancient beings. But we have built the, yeah, <laughs> we've built the human genome. We can compare our genome today, our DNA map, to the DNA map of those who we believe were our ancestors. And what it's telling us in peer-reviewed science is telling us this, is that we shared the earth with them. We did not descend from them. There's not enough of overlap in the DNA for us to have come from them. And the science goes even further, showing that we appeared on earth 200,000 years ago. Scientists are in agreement with that. We showed up 200,000 years ago, and we haven't changed in 200,000 years. We have the same DNA. We have the same physical structure. I, I believe that we have evolved in consciousness. I believe that strongly. But this idea of, of evolution, Darwin's perspective of evolution, breaks down when it comes to the mystery of, of our origin. So that would be interesting at any time, but I think it's important because the old story that we've been taught is that we are insignificant beings, is that we are powerless beings, that we are victims of, of our world, victims of our heredity, and the new science is showing us nothing to be further from the truth. So the better we know ourselves, Natalie, the less we fear in a world that's changing faster than we can document it in our textbooks and our classrooms, the less we fear and the more willing and the more capable we are to embrace change in a healthy way and thrive. This is the key. Thrive in the change, not just get by, 
but yeah. actually thrive in a healthy way in this new world that's emerging. Yeah, and and the thing is, we need this new world to emerge. You know, I think that the current systems that we have right now are not going to sustain for the next fifty years. No, um, so having this knowledge um, and shaking up some paradigms. You know, because we we're so structured in 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 how we thought we got here. Sure. Uh, shape, shaking up that paradigm so that we can at least go, okay, and like you said, we, we have stepped into a bigger consciousness or a more aware consciousness. Um, and so in the book, detail some, can you detail some of the, um, the changes that you, in the second part of the book, of how we can use this information to really step into sure. a better future? Yeah, so what the studies are showing us is that from the time we emerged 200,000 years ago, and, and that's the word I'm going to use, we, we don't know where we came from. I don't know. But what I do know is that our young people are steeped in a story, a, a structure uh, that academia is trying to hang on to. And all the new evidence they're trying to fit into this pre-existing story rather than allowing the evidence to lead to the new story. So what this, the science is showing us is that we are imbued with this extraordinary potential to self-regulate in a way that no other form of life has. And I can't emphasize that enough. The, it's the ability to sit down consciously at will on demand and awaken these potentials. And I listed some of them earlier in our conversation, the ability to trigger deep states of intuition when we choose to have it rather than waiting for it to happen spontaneously. Yeah. You know, when, when I go to pick up the phone to call my mom, sometimes she's already on the other end of the phone and that is a cool spontaneous intuition. And my question is, how do I do that all the time? Do I have to wait for the universe to, you know, to give me that when, when it wants to? Or, or can, I, can I trigger that kind of, of a deep connection? It's a subconscious connection. Uh, we have the ability to access our subconscious on demand. I think anyone listening to this, our, our listeners probably are familiar with affirmations. An affirmation to heal unhealthy patterns in our subconscious. And for those to be effective, we've got to communicate in a way that's meaningful with the subconscious. So we, we are wired to do that. We have the ability to harmonize our heart and our brain, two separate organs into a single potent system that gives us these abilities that, that I'm talking about to trigger the, the longevity uh, enzymes that are within uh, all of us, the, the powerful immune response. We can sit down and create a powerful immune system when we want to. We can be resilient to the changes in our lives. Man, I don't know anybody that's not going through big changes right now, feeling overwhelmed. So we all are, but the key is we are designed to transcend that sense of overwhelm, to thrive in the changes. So all of these are possible because of our nervous system and our ability to harmonize the heart and the brain in a very precise way that was preserved in our most ancient and cherished spiritual traditions, and that's where the science and the spirituality, I think, comes together in a really practical way. You know, we don't have to go to a monastery halfway around the world or, or go into some, you know, high desert retreat and leave our families and our loved ones. You can do this stuff in your living room uh, because science now is bearing out these relationships. The ancient traditions tell us how to apply them, and this is where the two come together, I think, in, in a really beautiful way. Yeah, you know, embodying your intuition, you know, so that, it, that it's, it's at, at will that you can tap into that yeah. um, and being able to, like you said, regulate your body. Um, you know, so are you, I'm assuming that within the book, you're, you're sharing practical uh, yes. thing, practices that people can do on a daily basis, going to tap them into that. Yeah, absolutely. The book is divided into two parts. The first part is, is the science. It's not technical. 
but it, they're the scientific facts. I moved all the technical stuff to the back of the book. It's, it's like a 35-page a chapter on references for anybody that wants that. But the science, you know, what I found, Natalie, is people are willing to think differently if we're given a good reason to think differently. And the science helps us to do that. It's, it, it, it gives us it's a neutral language to help us think differently. So, so that's the first part of the book. The second part of the book is now that we know we have these extraordinary abilities, this, this amazing potential, how do we apply it in our lives? So I've, if I cannot be with our listeners personally, I've done the next best thing. I'm sharing with you the actual instructions step-by-step, step, the techniques, and how we go about achieving some of these, these potentials for longevity and intuition and uh, resilience and all of those kinds of things. It's, it's the best I could do in a written format. Yeah. yeah. You know, and, and I think that's a fantastic idea that, uh, you know, within groups, if you're, you know, if you're already part of a, like a mastermind or a group or something, that you actually get to do this together. That yeah. way you keep yourself accountable and start to um, to apply these daily practices. And and I'm assuming these daily practices aren't like a whole, like it's not taking up hours of our time. I'm, I'm assuming these are, you know, small things that we can just implement fairly easily. You know what I've found, Natalie, this is the, this is a 30, 30 second year I've done this work in one form or another where people get hung up and where the frustration comes from is where we try to separate a practice from our everyday lives. A practice that we sit down in a moment and we do this thing and then we get up and then we go about our lives. And what I found and, and what I'm sharing in this, in this work, it's less about something we do and more about something we become. There's a little shift that we make when we see the documentation, the science that tells us about our relationship to our body. Something changes in the way we think and that little shift helps us to embrace what we have considered a practice in the past becomes a way of life. It becomes a way of feeling and a way of thinking that we carry with us to the grocery store and to the dinner table and to the office and the workplace. It's, it's a subtle, but it's a powerful shift and it's enough of a shift to make that difference in our lives. Mm. Exactly. Well, that's the thing, like even with uh, some of the practices that I teach as well, I was like, don't, don't set aside an hour for it. In, you know, incorporate it in, into what you do. Exactly. Uh, and, you, and you're right. It, it changes who you are and how you show up, you know, how you deal with conflict, how you deal with relationships in your life, um, and, you know, obviously with health and, and, and all of that kind of thing. Um, and I know that you were talking a little bit uh, the last time I heard you speak, you were talking about telomeres and, you know, what kind of a role do they play in, you know, uh, in our health and anti-aging? Uh, I'm sorry, we cut out just for a minute. So telomeres? Oh, sorry, no, yeah. Yeah, the telomeres, like you were, I remember you were sharing something really interesting about those. Sure, and I, I do talk about this in the book, and I think most of our listeners are probably hearing about this. The, the media now is, is picked up on this word, and they're using it a million different ways. What the science is showing us is that uh, on the end of the, the DNA in every cell, there are protective caps uh, that erode and break off with cell divisions over time. Every time our cells divide, we lose a little of, of those caps. They're called telomeres or telomeres. They, they're pronounced both ways. Uh, and uh, scientists are directly linking these to the aging process. When the cap is eroded to such a degree that the cell can no longer divide in, in a, a healthy way, we call that aging. And if it happens long enough, we call it senescence and, and death. So what the, the science is also showing, however, is that it's possible to stop those caps from eroding. We can actually stop the degeneration process. We can heal the telomeres and we can actually begin to rebuild them regardless of our age. At any age, 
you can begin to rebuild these caps. So these are a biological marker of age. So, so biologically, we can actually become younger regardless of our chronological age through certain lifestyle changes. And I think most people are aware of those, diet, exercise, nutrition, thought, feeling, emotion, belief. But we can also do it through harmonizing the heart and the brain, these two organs into a single potent system, as we mentioned before. And that's why I'm emphasizing this in, in the book. This is the core of so many of the mystical traditions that have been preserved uh, by indigenous peoples throughout the world. It was the core of, of some of the, the, the mystery schools from the past. People would dedicate their lives to exploring these principles. So, so we're moving very quickly. We're compressing this information in a way that's concrete, tangible, applicable, uh, because our world is changing. We've got to think differently than we ever have before. And I, Natalie, I personally, and I've been criticized for this as a scientist. Uh, my reputation as a scientist went right out the door the moment I began talking about science and spirituality. But I just want to be clear with our listeners. Here's where I'm coming from. I'm all about being real. And in the real world, we're living a new world that's emerging. I think we owe it to ourselves to draw upon every facet and every form of information we have and to weave it into a new wisdom that's greater than science can be all by itself or greater than spirituality all by itself. I don't know what to call it, but it's a new wisdom where we tap all of the information and we synthesize it into something that helps us to become better people and create this better world, this new world that's emerging. So that is, that's my belief and that's what I've done in, in this book. Well, I um, am a thousand percent on board with that. And I know that most of our community Thank are you. as well. So, uh, so Greg, where can we send people to get their hands on the book? You know, it's wherever books are sold. I know Amazon's carrying them right now, Barnes and Noble. Uh, you can go to our website, www.gregbraden.com. Uh, information about my work, where I'm going to be speaking, the events, things like that. Natalie, I want to appreciate, I will let you know how much I appreciate you and, and your community. You're a hub for your community. And um, give me uh, just a few minutes of time to, to speak with your community. I know it's my community as well. Yeah. And uh, just thank you for everything you're doing to, to help people to just be the best we can be and make that better world. I appreciate you. Awesome. Thank you. As do I to you. Thanks. So, guys, um, I encourage you to share this video. Please do that by clicking the the Facebook and the Twitter share buttons on this page. Uh, and don't forget to click on the banner to the side or the link underneath here to go straight through to Greg's website or just go to Amazon or wherever books are sold to get yeah. your hands on human by design. And um, and so, guys, thanks for joining us. Um, until next time, remember to live large, choose courageously, and love without limits. We see you soon, everyone. <laughs>